Hi guys, welcome back to the MMAG podcast. I am your host, Manny Hallman. As you guys can see from the podcast title, I have my first ever guest on the show and her name is Kelsey Rose. I love her so much. She is a good friend of mine and I had her on the podcast. We recorded last Friday. I am actually editing this on Wednesday and uh, if I sound weird, I had my wisdom teeth taken out on Monday. So today is February uh, 2nd. So we already recorded everything and I was just finalizing and making sure everything sounded great. So it's going to probably be up um, today, which is really exciting. But yeah, I had her on the podcast, and you guys, it's such a good episode. I hope you guys love it as much as I do. We talk everything about how to make friends, her experience living in New York City, going to a fashion institute, her mental health struggles. We talk about her regrets and advice. It's so amazing. So I'm going to shut up and stop talking so we can get into it, because this is my longest episode ever. It's probably an hour let me know in on my instagram which is just at the mmag podcast what you guys thought of the episode with all of that being said hope you guys enjoy and here's kelsey i have my first guest on the mmag i have my good friend here kelsey the gemini queen how are you today sister i am feeling like a gemini today <laughs> feeling a little bit toxic i'm gonna i'm gonna take a james charles Charles Brand, sister. Mm-hmm. sister. Sister. Hi, sisters. Hi, sisters. <laughs> I'm feeling a little unhinged. So she's here today. Hi. Uh, we're drinking some wine. Got some wine in us. I guess we should just start from where we met. Who are you? Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Where Who did even she is come she? From? Who? So, so on June happened? 3rd, 1996, <laughs> a miracle was born. We met at in Royal Oak on a Halloween bar crawl. Two yes. weeks before Halloween was even happening. Yes. Yep. Which I was like, why are they having a bar crawl? I didn't even get the memo. You fully weren't wearing a costume. No. Nope. No. Nope. I was prison Mike. You sure were? <laughs> looking great as ever. Looking great as ever. You, yeah, you're looking good. Um, yep. I actually was out with my friend Megan, and um, we were just, like, hopping around because she was taking me out for my, like, 21st because right. I could finally drink. So having a day. We were having a we were having a night. Having a night. Yeah, a good night. And we went to a couple places before. Oh, we went to Pinkies. Yeah, you guys probably don't know where that is. But if you live in Michigan, Pinkies is so cute. It's like this girly little Wonderland pink cotton candy everywhere. It's so cute. Yeah. So she like I remember wasn't start like she didn't feel that great. And we went to the place where Kelsey and I met. And Megan wanted to leave and I was like well no I want to stay like I remember I saw a lot of hot guys is that what happened that's why you were by yourself yes oh, man. yeah okay so actually we were with two other guys that she knew and I knew the one of them because yeah. he was an old co-worker of mine yeah yep yeah which is weird mm-hmm. how that plays out so then Megan left with her other guy friend because he drove her home and the guy that was also there he was like oh you want to dance together and I was like getting bad vibes from him I was like yeah no, no like thanks. no thank you so I was like, why don't you go do your thing and I'll do mine? Which, Fully ditched him in a public bar. Yes. Fully. But also I was proud of myself because I'm very like, I get nervous, like talking to people and being on my own. So like, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? Just stand here like an idiot? No, that's outgoing of you. Like people don't, it's scary. It's like going out to eat by yourself. Like it's scary. Yeah, it is scary. Especially since I literally knew nobody. I barely right. knew that guy, to be honest. Right. You're, it, you're like, he was like my backup plan. 
Yeah, and that says a lot. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to that. I'm going to say he follows me on Instagram, but I oh, don't follow does. him back, so oh. I will mute him. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> From the story. Oh, well, RIP. RIP. <laughs> and I was, like, feeling a little frisky. I remember I was, like, a couple, couple drinks deep. A couple pinkity drinkities. I looked, like, to the side, and there was, like... A man in a tiger suit. To put it bluntly, yes. Yes. Tiger King himself. <laughs> the Tiger King. <laughs> the. The. He was there. He was. Alive and well. Mm-hmm. And you know like when you drink a little bit and you're, you like kind of have those glasses on. The beer goggles. Like, and you're like, is he cute he, or am I drunk? Right. But I thought or he was both. really cute. Kind of. Yeah. Both of them. And I was like, you don't look like you're having fun. Or I said something like that. And he you, literally was standing there. He was sta- Yes. Yep, standing by him by like a rope, roped yeah. up air, just standing. Just like so fucking weird. Arms folded like weird. Yeah, like, I don't know, like. Not smiling. Pedo weird. Yes. Yeah. And so I was trying to make light of the situation, right? And he's like, oh, well, I'm with them. Or said something really. Some, like nodded over. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. And then you like turned around. Me. Me. Having, um. Entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos has entered the chat. Um, me, little old me, having just met Tiger Man, Tiger King. Yes, which um, I did not know that. Nope. Mm-hmm. I met Tiger King about six minutes prior. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> fell in love. Um, it Let was it a tale for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, and the drawn-on whiskers with his ex-girlfriend's oh. eyeliner. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yep, so I, being little drunkity and, and jealous, I turn around and I see this adorable blonde... Oh trying to like talk to Tiger King and be like, hey, so I turn around and I grab Tiger King's arm and I look straight at Maddie and I go, hello. I was like, oh fuck. And you go, hello. Hello. And I'm I like, hi, who are you here with? Wait, is that what you actually said? I were did. You, like, I mad fo- at me? No, I wasn't mad at you. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm mad at Tiger King because I'm like, are you being weird to this girl oh, who's right. by herself? I fully was like for the girls, like yeah, because you could have totally been in that situation, like back off, like who the fuck are you? Right? No, I was more so like yeah, don't bl- well, never the girls' fault ever. I was more like, <laughs> why the fuck is my husband who I met six minutes ago right talking to? Which, <laughs> but then I'm like, I, wait, she's alone. Is yeah. he being weird? Who is this? Like, yeah. is she okay? My like yeah, which I was not okay. Panic mode, um, and then we ditched him. <laughs> we did no 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 no. We gotta, we gotta go back because the. <laughs> I thought the first thing you said to me was, are you gay or are you lesbian? That was like the fourth thing I said to you. Oh, okay, sorry. There were like three other topics spoken before that. I think I asked, I think I said I liked your shirt. Nope, you had your Gucci and I said I love your Gucci. Yes. Because game respects game. Yes. Um, fashion girlies. Yep, I complimented your outfit and then I was like, oh my gosh, I study fashion. What do you study? You're like, I study fashion. Yes, which we'll get into that. Amazing, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably within like the next 30 seconds, I was like, are you straight? Yes. <laughs> and you go, ma'am. But I, I was with, flattered. With this man, like, with Tiger King fully behind me, thinking that, like, he was it. I'm like, right. don't know you. Turn to Mighty. Are you straight? Are you straight? <laughs> and then it gets wild. Liter- literally. Tiger King. Actually. And all. Joe, what was his name? I don't know. Joe something. Yeah, fuck, what was what, his I name? I don't know. Carol Baskin. He's still in prison, I think. Probably. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. Um, no, but I was really flattered. I was like, shit, she's really cute. And I was... Like, you are really cute. Like, you know you're cute. 
I mean, guys, she's cute. I'm gonna post her Instagram. Follow her, please. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I knew nobody, so like Kelsey was like. I was concerned. I like, cling on. Who, where are you? Like, yeah. I'm the type that like at a social gathering, I know one person. Like, you bet your ass, I'm gonna be like, like all on. You. I am like, calling to you. But I didn't want to be like that, like that girl. You know, they no. first meet and they're like, oh, she's creepy. No, not like, creepy. Not I creepy. was, like, concerned, like, why are you alone? Why are you, like, yeah. not sober at a big bar crawl? Yeah, like, bad idea. Yeah. So I kind of told, I was kind of down with Tiger King. I was like, mm, this girl's by herself. Yeah. And she's cute. Oh, love you. <laughs> Look where we are now. And we went down to floor one. God. Oh, my God, we did. And I lied to the bartender and told him you were my sister and... That we couldn't reach our mom because your phone was dead. Yeah. So I told the bartender that we were sisters. We couldn't contact our mom and needed a phone charger stat. <laughs> we looked nothing alike, but he's like, sure. Gave you his phone charger. Yeah. And you charged your phone. Yeah. Because I think my mom was blowing my phone off. If I that is true. Call. That is true. And yes, it was, it was then. It was. It was at that moment that Tiger King turned and said, do you guys want to come over and hang out? And we were like, say less. Say less less you've said too much already yeah where's the uber i'm already in the uber i'm already at your house (laughs) i'm there i'm there i'm there where have you been see you there where are you where you at who are you with (laughs) you up oh my god you up (laughs) so we get in the uber and we go to this guy's house and guys i remember like that bad vibes like, it was not the fr- from you no but from, the, like, the guys else. around the the environment there was a puppy there was there a golden was retriever a puppy. puppy who i may have tried to steal kidnap mm, that's okay mm-hmm. it's a puppy. he was being ignored i don't trust them with that puppy no either no at all i may have walked outside with him in my arms and only turned around because tiger oh. king said hey where are you going <laughs> I, was like, I don't know like, fuck you, i don't know i got this puppy <laughs> I'm just gonna where it takes me. Skirt. Taking him on a wall. <laughs> In my coat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and then, then you disappeared. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm wa- I'm stealing a puppy, and then I got caught, and then I walked back inside, and one of the other men and friends was like, Where'd, where'd she go? And I'm like, I will search this house top to bottom. Yeah. And I did. Which she did. I did. I did not know this. I did. I stole. Um, the Lord of the Rings guy's sword. You did. And I, I, it's upstairs in my second bedroom right now. Oh, my God. It's My dog plays with it sometimes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I fully walked Full around circle. with that sword. Like, where the fuck is she? Don't know you, but I will hurt them. I will cut you. <laughs> yep. With this sword. Mm-hmm. Try to be bitch. Foam sword. Foam, yeah. Foam. Foam to be. Styrofoam. Yeah. We're not violent, guys. Oh. No. Yeah, I left. Like I said, bad vibes, but. Fully dipped by fully yourself. Fully dipped. I remember I got your snap. Yeah, so yeah. I yeah, we text the next day and yeah, it was good. I cuz I messaged you and I was like, "Did you are you alive?" Yeah. When you had just left cuz I was like trying to go home but I was nervous. I'm like, "Where is she?" Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was fine. Forgot to say a part of the story. About Tiger Man? We were going to have a threesome. Well, we sure were. <laughs> we were. You were the one who said it. I was. You you yes, I was. You I did There say was that. a moment where you and I were like chatting about something or dancing facing each other and Tiger King was like behind me and there was another guy like who was like dancing but he was behind you and we were ignoring them. Yeah. <laughs> and you look we at were, Yes, yeah, fully we ignoring. Were weird, weird. Fully. Mm-hmm. And you looked at me and you're like, "Have you ever had a threesome?" And I'm like, "Nope." I turned behind me. Look at Tiger Man who was 31 years old. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was 25, am 25, he was 31. 
And I look at him, known him for about four minutes at this time, and I say, have you ever had a threesome? And he goes, what did you say? And I'm like, okay. I don't know. What did like, you this say? This my dream. He's like, no, no. And I'm like, okay. Okay, we're doing it. Heard. <laughs> then I stole a puppy, then he went home. <laughs> yeah, so obviously the threesome did not happen. Did not. No. <laughs> I would have done it, though. Mm-hmm. I for sure would have. I've never had a threesome. Never. But I would. Never. I almost one time. I've had almost, yeah. but never like fully. Never came to fruition. It'll happen one day. One day. Yeah. But guys, here we are. Can I tell people your age? Yeah, I already said it. You did. 25. Yep, 25. So I want to get into like where you went to college and like your sure. young 20s, if you're Cool, talking about that. Always. Okay, so we're doing a college. Wow. Um, well, the glory for those. Days. The glory days. <laughs> wow. Went to a huge university <laughs> in a little town Thanks. in northwestern Michigan mm-hmm. called Ferris State University. Studied PR because, you know, she's a, she's a businesswoman. For sure, yeah, she is. Wanted oh, yeah. to study fashion, but then I realized I'm in motherfucking Big Rapids, Michigan, mm-hmm. where fashion means Walmart. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, not great. Tell me about it. Hmm. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. A little small school. I was a... I'd rather always be a big fish in a small pond than yeah, a small fish in a that. big pond, you know? For sure. Feel that. So that, that was kind of... Did those. you like it? Did you have a good college experience? I had a great college. I... Good. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to not know everyone because there's like 8,000 kids mm-hmm. on campus. So yeah. you see the same kids at every party. I was in a sorority for like a year and a half, so that I was kicked out. So I like had to know people. I never knew that. Uh. What's the Can I say it? Yeah. Alpha Z Delta. <laughs> AZD. Wait. Oh my god, I was an Alpha V. They had that at my school too. AZD. Oh. Wait, why'd you get kicked out? Can you be dumb? Okay. Not. I think I signed something <laughs> where I can't say it. <laughs> I don't actually know. Like an NDA or something. What, whatever a college version of an NDA is. Whatever. It's fucking Greek life. Whatever. That's Who gives so a fuck? Gay. I fucking hate Greek life. Greek life. Who cares? Sorry, What's... unpopular opinion. That shit's so... It was a cult. Yes. It was fun. I mean, I, it was a well-dressed, social, um, popular cult. But a cult nonetheless. Yeah. Culty vibes. Culty vibes. Weird rituals where you, like, stand in a dark room with candles and say things. Really? And I'm like, oh, this feels different. Not great. Um, once <laughs> I, I had more fun in college after I left the sorority, honestly. Mm, I'm right. going to get shit on <laughs> for this. But honestly, I had so much more fun. You're because your I could, life. I'm risking my, my whole life. My, oh, my God, you guys. You should be honored. I could go to whatever party I wanted to, hang out with whatever frat I wanted to, mm-hmm. hang out with the hockey team, if you know, you know. Hang out with, Fuck yeah, hang out with whoever I wanted. Post a beer can on my Instagram story and not get my head chopped off. Right. By standards. Whatever. It's so dumb. I mean, if you're in one, like, good for you if you like it. But I'm sorry, half people I know don't like it. No, it's almost like becoming more trendy to not join one. Right. Than to join one. That's the thing. When I felt like when I was in mine, that everybody did the same thing. Yeah. Couldn't stand out. No. No one had, like, individuality. Right. I I mean, I could get onto that for this, but. Very cookie cutter, and I hated that. Yes. College is great. I honestly have no complaints. Like, I thought about what if I had went to, like, a huge school, like Arizona, or, like, a party school. Right. I loved being in, like, a little town in Michigan, because there's yeah. nothing else to do except go be a fucking menace. Right. All the time. Just go absolutely feral. 
<laughs> on like a Tuesday. <laughs> the one bar. The one bar. Where right. it's like someone's dad is pouring a drink. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. So um, after that, you graduated. Sure did. With a degree in PR. PR. Okay. Yep. Did you minor in anything? Um, journalism. Journalism. I did. Wow. She's yep. educated. She's a, she can write. She can speak. Wow. She can read. She can read. She is literate. Wow. She can read full We've sentences. Long way. Honestly. Can you though? <laughs> she is F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> she is. She is. She actually wrote. She Jay wrote. Gatsby. She is. She, yes. You are great, Gatsby. <laughs> I am Jay Gatsby. Thank you so much, old sport. <laughs> You're Daisy. <laughs> I'm Daisy Buchanan. Oh my god. At your service. Love that. Okay, so did you move back home? Like I moved here? home for about 42 days. <laughs> you didn't count anything. <laughs> Not that I was counting. Uh, and then moved right to Manhattan. <laughs> okay, guys. This is, like, the first time we met, she told me about her, like, New York City experience. And I think I, like, died because it's it's rare to meet, like, someone in Michigan, like, a small town. Who cares about, you know, otherworldly Right. styles and cultures and diversity and le- like leaving your fucking hometown and not marrying mm-hmm. the kid you knew in seventh grade like oh, imagine right i'm talking a lot of shit wow no it needs to be said mm. because so many people i know like they just stay in the same fucking hometown get pregnant and their life's over i'm over. sorry your over. life is over over what well, you're like what are you doing you're 19 over that ain't that ain't my life Mm-mm. like happy for you Happy for you. Like, love that for you, not for you. Love the journey for you, not for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you moved to New York. Moved to New York. Um, I moved to New York for grad school. I So okay. when I was a senior at Ferris in undergrad, I was like, you know what? I can't study fashion here, but I want to, like, yeah. somewhere, somehow. Yeah. Um, I was watching, I, I think I was like... I don't know. I was subscribed to some vlogger on YouTube, like watching all these fashion videos. And she was posting about how she went to this like little private fashion business school in New York. And I'm like, oh, fashion business. I just studied business for four years. I don't want to study design. I want to study like the marketing and the advertising side of fashion. Mm -hmm. So I DM'd her and I'm like, hey, girl, I saw that you go to the school. I'd love to like learn more about the program you're in. Like, can you send me some info? Sent me info, I researched whatever, worked on my application, somehow got into this tiny little private business school in Midtown. Yeah. Um, and that was in April of 2018, and I moved in July of 2018. Wow. Yeah. Um, somehow, before moving, I also got an internship with Christian Louboutin. I did not I didn't know tell that. you that. Are you serious? Wait, if you could see her face right now, really? You didn't? I, I told you. I fully told you that. No. Wow. I would remember that. I was working, I was doing an internship over the summer before moving to New York for a credit union on like the west side of the state in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Um, doing like their marketing and social media. And I came across some like LinkedIn ad for a PR, PR like media intern for Christian Louboutin. And at first I'm like, okay, what company is using that name? Like it can't be the real right. Christian Louboutin. Like, come on. It was. Three interviews later, I got a job as a PR intern through, like, like FaceTime interviews, whatever. But so just remotely? Just, no, well, no, because I moved. Okay, so it wasn't So it was set up. It was okay. in New York, in okay. their, like, Lower East Side, like, Chinatown, New York office. No fucking way. It lasted about six hours. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Yeah. Um, got there. I was told that they did not believe in... This is in my first day, mind you. Like, I show up with coffee, like, 
8 a.m. first day, like second day in New York City, like arrive. And I was told they don't believe in lunch breaks. The girls don't eat anything with carbs. It was literally Devil Wears Prada. They don't eat carbs. Um, they mocked one of the other interns for bringing a bagel and like locks, like cream cheese, because she was eating carbs, eating like fatty, air quote, fatty foods. These bitches like made fun of, not me, because I was like standing there like in shock, but we're making fun of other women in the office for eating. That's fucked. For eating. Yeah. So I looked at my brand new boss and I said, fuck this, like yeah. to her face. Really? Walked my happy little ass out and made it about six hours as a PR intern for Christian Louboutin. Wow. Yep. That was after they had me go into, not just me, me and the other PR intern, go into one of the storage closets and organize Blake Lively's used red carpet shoes by Alphabet. Yeah. It truly, truly was Devil Wears Prada. And like, no, I didn't expect to like go to events and be like a hot shot PR girl but did I expect to be witnessing like making fun of eating the first date yeah. no treated like dog shit no no not worth it no name is worth that wow I no brand nothing I ended up getting a job at a smaller PR firm on the west side who had like a bunch of cute like stable clients like lifestyle fashion clients and I got great experience Sabrina Levine PR shout out mm-hmm. great Sabrina is like a badass woman Love her. Um, Very small agency. Like, four girls just, like, kicking ass in New York. That's amazing. Good experience. And, yeah, so nothing against Christian Louboutin, but also some shade. We're throwing some shade. Some tea, some shade. Dang, I can't believe that. So what was your role going to be, though, working there? Like, what did they... I was supposed to handle helping, like, ship out shoes for, like, celebrity appearances. Like, so let's say that... Oprah was hosting someone, like, Blake Lively has a contract with Christian Louboutin. Like, she is always photographed in public in Red Bottoms. Always. Okay. There's a few other celebrities I can't think of who, but let's just use, like, Victoria Beckham. Let's say that she's one of them. I would be in charge of, like, coordinating with her publicist, mm-hmm. finding out her preferences for the event, who's dressing her, what's she wearing, like, how long is she going to be standing, what kind of style does she need, whatever. Okay. Finding her shoes having your publicist come to our office like writing notes like whatever exchanging her shoes go out and i like check off in the inventory like these are lended to victoria beckham right now mm, which gotcha. i was like excited about that's a fun yeah, that little cool. fashion job but no you did not get that the pay was also 50 dollars per week stop it <laughs> i was gonna ask if you got paid per week next question wow mm-hmm. never got paid <laughs> after six hours would have been like <laughs> Two dollars, a dollar fifty. Not worth it. No. It's enough for a bagel. Right, maybe. Uh, did you get paid at your other job that you? Yes, got? I did. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yep, they believed in paid work. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Should. Wow, who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> okay, so you were in New York for how long? I was there from July until January. Okay, that's a good amount of time. Yeah, I was there for my full first semester of grad school in person. Ended up having a little family thing. My dad, who he's fine, he had a heart surgery that January, which is why I came home because I'm an only child and I'm the little baby, like I'm his little princess. Came home to be with my dad and he's fine, better than ever, golfing like a fucking champion. Yes. Um, And then I decided I had the option to go back to New York and finish like my whole program in person, but they did offer like a online, like Mm -hmm. hybrid, like 
because I did half of it in person, finished the other half online. And honestly, I loved it. I'm a very like work at your own pace, hold yourself accountable, kind of like time management person. Yeah. And working through like fashion campaigns and advertising strategies and imagine that you're the PR person for Eddie Bauer. What would you do if this crisis happened? Like those kinds of projects online were so much easier to like task manage like mm-hmm. in my own time. And I had friends who were still doing the in-person program who were kind of drowning, like, swamped with work and school. And I'm like, I'm so glad I did this. Finished the degree. Had um, two degrees by 23. Wow. Bitch had a master's degree when she was 23. And that is my New York life. Well, no, we got to get into that. Okay, so we can talk about my date with Russell Simmons. The owner of Def Jam Records. (laughs) Hold on, I got to see what he looks like. (laughs) No, you don't. I think he has a case out against him right now. What? How? Did pretty he- sure if I don't want to be canceled for that, but I'm pretty sure he has a case out for some sort of sexual assault, harassment, <gasps> or something. Russell what? Simmons. Does he? This man. Yep. Def Jam Records. That man. Kelsey. Okay, it was a free booth at One Oak, and me and my roommate didn't have money to go out. And whoever he was with, the bodyguard, the Russell Simmons sexual, mm-hmm. so a timeline. Okay, a timeline. A timeline. Um, there's a whole article on it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't. Multiple. I wasn't involved, thankfully. No, no, she was fine. Nope. Um, but yep, he uh, he had his whoever they are assistants, whatever, approach me and my roommate at the time, like my one of my best friends to this day. Yeah. My roommate in New York and said, "Hey, do you guys want to come join our table? Like, I see you don't have drinks in your hands. That's a problem. Like, come with us." And we're like, "Say fucking less. Right. We're in." And he goes, "Mr. Simmons would like you at his table." And me, as an idiot, I'm like, "I don't give who the fuck Russell Simmons is, but I'm in." Like, I be the same way. Don't come to find out, Def Jam Records, like a little bit of a big deal, whatever. Um, yeah, I spent the night chatting with him, and whoever was with him and his little posse, um, getting drinks. Getting up. attention. How good? Uh huh. How was that? Fine. Did he want anything after? Nothing. Really? Literally, like, didn't even remember our names. Just was like, "Thanks for the good night." Like, hope you had fun. I I <gasps> genuinely think that they just wanted to be seen with like young, happy women oh, dancing sure. around them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was our role, and we played it rather well. It was fun. Did you go on multiple dates in New York? Like, just not with him, no. but in general. I had a boyfriend him. at home That's right. back in Michigan. So I wouldn't say a date with Russell Simmons. Like, I mean, my boyfriend fully knew. Like, hey, I'm at Russell Simmons' table, yeah. and at the, he's texting me like, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> Get your bag, girl. Literally, like, collect the bag, baby. Um, that relationship worked out. Um, <laughs> right, didn't go on other dates. I had a boyfriend back home in little old Michigan. Do you regret that? Like, do you wish you were single and living there? I don't regret having a boyfriend in New York. I regret jumping in and getting a boyfriend immediately after graduating. Okay. And then moving to New York. Okay. I should have just made it on my own for the summer, moved to New York on my own. But I was a little codependent. Okay. We live and we learn, and we have therapy, and that's why we love therapy and Zoloft. Yes. Yes, which we'll get into that as well. I don't know. For me, I guess, like, did you live in a small ass apartment? Yes. Oh my gosh, the living situation. Let me tell you. So they were, I don't want to say 
they weren't dorms, but they weren't apartments. They were, it was housing that the school, if you said, hey, I'm coming in from out of state, I don't live in New York or have an arrangement, like, can I live with someone else who is joining this program at like the same graduate program at LIM? Like, how do I find somewhere to live? A Facebook group, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, and they had a building on the upper, <laughs> it sounds bougie, the Upper East Side. It was Harlem. I lived in Harlem. But okay. they called it the Upper East Side. It was like the last block <laughs> of the six train before you got to Harlem. <laughs> okay. Um, it was it was fine. It was tiny. It was like the size of a college dorm. And yeah. itty bitty studio, one ba like little tiny bathroom. We had um, what are those bugs called? What? Those bugs that run around and they can't be killed even if you stomp on them. Um, they're ugly. They're like Beatles? brown. No, no, no. Centipedes? No. Crickets? They're like ugly brown bugs and they're always in New York and they're dirty and like they Ew. can survive. Cockroach! Say less. They can survive like a nuclear warfare apparently. <laughs> oh, they don't die. Like I would take my little fucking Steve Madden heels and stomp on them and they wouldn't die. They'd be in our bathroom. Like, Shut up. I would have to go to the basement to do our laundry and we had like laundry cards we had to pay for. Through this little apartment thing, whatever. But, like, oh. you'd open up the washing machine and there'd be, like, a dead cockroach in there. Oh, I bet that was gross. There were fully How times where like I would go down the street and find a laundromat. Because there's laundry services, like, everywhere in New York. Because who does, like, no one has a laundry, like, a washing right. machine. Um, if there's any Real Housewives fans out here, I ran into Dorinda, Dorinda Medley oh, at I know. I think I know who Real Housewives of New York at um, her husband's laundromat. Really? Mm hmm He has a lot Dorinda Medley. Not well, bitch. Wow. Um, yeah. Hmm. Iconic. But that is iconic. Yeah. The living situation was fine. It was a little cramped. What about your having... roommate? She was great. She was from Puerto Rico. Thaliana, if you're listening, I love you. Um, Saint... Didn't you, like, not understand her? We... <laughs> there was a communication barrier. <laughs> Um, she knew that I was vegetarian. I knew that she loved cheese. So I would, I would bring her cheese. <laughs> she would bring me recipes she found that are vegetarian. Aww. We'd go out together. She introduced me to her friends in the city because she had a few other friends who like went to her undergrad school. She lived in Manhattan for longer than I did, like prior. Okay. Um, so she had like an established friend group. Let me come out with them. Go to all these really fun Spanish bars and like she taught me dancing. It was, she was a blast. Yeah. I think she's back in Puerto Rico right now. She was living in the city for a while, but I think she's home. Um, one of the most creative people I've ever met, but she's she's gorgeous. She is an Aries. Ooh. We love. Yeah. Love our water signs. They're big in the zodiac signs over here. Um, yeah, that was great. Oh, and my to this day, one of my best friends that I've made, Nicholas, he works for Hearst Magazines right now. Aww. He writes for, uh, it's Hearst Publishing, but he has done a few things for Oprah Magazine. Really? That's he, impressive. He's, he's, he's impressive. He's amazing. He was wow. my first friend, aside from my roommate in New York. My first day of classes. First friend. Aww. Love him. We bonded over RuPaul and Real Housewives. <laughs> that's, that's what I was actually going to ask. Is like, was it hard for you to make friends in New York? No, because in classes, like I was in class four days a week. So I was with the same group of like, like 12, 20-somethings mm -hmm. all day long. So I was going out to grab, like, Starbucks or lunch with, like, the same people. Yeah. And you start to form friendships. And then when I had my roommate, her friends were, like, becoming my friends. So I always had plans. But I would FaceTime my best friends at home, like, three times a day. Like, yeah. it's not the same. No. I had a great support group. 
in the city, but it's not it's not home. Do you think if like you weren't in college there and you just like moved there, do you think it would be harder to make friends or no? Oh yes. Yeah. I met a few girls out just like out and about when I was at like bars or clubs who were just living in New York for work, who came from like Seattle or a little town in Ohio, like random just transplants coming to the city and they were they were lonely, I could tell. They were struggling as like a, a young single 20-something woman, like, mm-hmm. it's it's tough to make friends. I mean, yeah, there's, like, Bumble BFF and things like that, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same, and people in New York, you mind your own business. You don't go out of your way to, like, make small right. talk. It's not the Midwest. Right. So it's very much, like, you're on your own, and if you can find someone who, like, wants your company, he made it. Lucky. That's kind of scary. It's scary. You don't make eye contact in New York with anybody. If you're walking down the street, you either have sunglasses on or you pretend you do. You do not, like... If we're walking in Detroit, walk down the street, you, like, look over, oh, hey, you, like, smile at someone, whatever. Yeah. You don't make eye contact. You have, it's, a, it's like, blinders on. You, If you look at someone while walking, like, towards you on the street, it's taken as, like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> it's, like, aggressive. It's, like, what? what's your issue? What's your problem? Yeah, you want to get beat up? Yeah. I didn't know that at first. I was smiling at every fucking person I saw, and I was getting <laughs> weird looks, like, people turn around and look at me, and I'm, like, um, okay, <laughs> sorry. They always say people from the Midwest are very nice we are we are nice it's that it's that midwest charm so you think if you're like at a dinner and you see like a bunch of girls like if you went up to them they'd be like who the fuck are you they would i i never did that because i i was afraid of the situation of like what the fuck do you think you're doing like yeah we're not your friends yeah i just thought about um an influencer that i think i know went to lime is that how you say it lime lm um do you know Paige? Paige Tukoski. that's who i dm'd shut that's who i was following in 2018, 2017, I started following Shut her. Up. I'm not kidding. That friends. is how I discovered LIM because I was, I followed oh Paige. God. I found her on my Explore page in like 2017. Found her YouTube, started watching all of her videos. And I'm yeah. like, what is this school she goes to? It's not just fashion, it's fashion business. What is this? So I DM'd her. And I was like, hi, I don't know if you're ever going to see this. You're an influencer, obviously. But like, please give me information about this. And she finally saw it a few days later and responded. And That's I never awesome. met with her in person ever. Yeah. But like, Yeah. So thank you, Paige Sikoski, for thank you. my master's degree. <laughs> yeah, she's cute. She's so cute. Great style. Yeah, she's cool. So previously, you talked about Zoloft. And we're both very open about our mental health. Or lack of. Lack of, yep. yeah. Lately, I've been struggling with really bad anxiety. Did I tell you I went off my meds? You, so you, you're you a Lexapro bitch, right? Yes. And I you am. just like... Are there different types of bitches that are on... Like so, Zoloft. SSRIs, yeah. There's Zoloft, there's which is sertraline, Lexapro, which is a scalitoprim. If I'm saying it right, I don't know. Mm. But there's a few different types. Then there's Walbutrin, there's Buspirone, which I'm also on. There's Propranolol, which I'm also on. Wait, what? Yeah. Anyway, you're on like three. Three. What dosages? Zoloft. I am on 150 a day. It's different than Lexapro. Lexapro okay. doses are much. Low. Like when I was on Lexapro, I think I was on like 10. Yeah, like very low, but that would equal probably a hundred of Zoloft. Okay. I don't know why they're that different, but I remember when I switched from Lexapro to Zoloft, they gave me a prescription for like a hundred, and I'm like, whoa, no, no, no. And she goes, no, I, <laughs> it's okay. You, this is the dosage that would equate to what you were on, and I said, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I wonder if there's like, on like Urban Dictionary, like Lexapro bitch. Lexapro. In Zoloft. Bitch. Sad girl Zoloft style. Sad girl Lexapro style. Literally. Um, yeah, so 
when did you like kind of come to terms that you wanted to be on meds? So I went through anxiety, not so much depression until the later years, but anxiety starting around like age 19, 20. Okay, same. At college, in college. Mm -hmm. I was not on medication until I was almost 24. Wow. Okay. So I waited four years until a therapist finally took me seriously enough to be like, I think you would benefit from medication. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It helped. It, it's been a, a journey trying different medications, obviously. But yeah, tough. I mean, going... Granted, like, yes, it's 2022. But at the time, when I was 19, it was 2015. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't as popular or accepted to be like hey i think i have depression what can i do about this it was more like "Mm, don't talk about that in public yeah so especially if the only access to mental health services you have are like a a school university counselor Mm -hmm. they're they're not trained to handle every case of anxiety and depression no they're 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 professionals yes but they're not trained to handle every single student with a different mindset and a different set of problems and right and goals um so every every time i tried to say hey i've actually been researching i think that i might benefit from this medication it would be a conversation of no you don't need medication you should meditate some more or you should um go for walks and i'm like okay just shut your mind off just turn your mind just don't be just don't worry don't worry yeah Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yep i won't worry that's a great just don't worry (laughs) thank you (laughs) i'm cured that's like my mom. She has like no mental health issues, and I th- well, no, our pa- no, none of our parents do. Right. They don't know what that is, right? And I remember I said to her like last week, I said something about mental health, and she's like, "You have mental health?" I'm like, "Yeah, mom, I have depression and anxiety. That's I'm called mental health." On Medicaid, I have mental mental illness. Yes. Yeah, mental. Yeah, mental illness. That's what I said. And she like like gasped. I'm like, like I don't need a fucking lobotomy, but yes, right, I'm like, on. I'm not going to insane insane asylum. No, <laughs> no, I don't need to go to Betty Ford, but yes, I am on. <laughs> Yes, I am on antidepressants. Right. My mom, she gets it. It clicks with her. My dad is like, what do you mean you take medicine? For what? Like Tylenol? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, dad. It is my it is my brain Tylenol. Yeah. Yeah. The dads my, don't get it. My serotonin Tylenol. Yeah. Yeah. We could get into that too. Uh, fuck. My dad, like. He love, wants to get it. He just doesn't. They don't dad. know. It's not part of their generation. Well, and like the fucked up part too about like my situation is my dad, like he's been, he wasn't really around growing up. He lived in Texas. And then Texas. I finally told him that like I want to get on medication. And like I said, we didn't really have a close relationship. And he's like, why can't you just talk to me? I'm like, don't even go there. No. Like that's not no. going to work. Sorry. A, your family. B, we don't have that type of established no. communication and see you're not trained to handle this and if i did tell him he'd be like oh my god that's so stupid or just like why are you worried about that that's not yeah, important yeah okay it's important to my brain my brain Talk has categorized it as a as a big deal so it has to be a big right. deal right it took me it Four took years. me a severe panic attack which really? i didn't know what that was at the time okay i just thought why can't i Same. breathe why is my chest feel like there's 300 pounds sitting directly on it getting heavier and heavier by the moment Mm -hmm. why am i sweating why am i shaky why is my vision going crazy like Mm -hmm. i was driving at the time and i was anxious from a guy i had been seeing very 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 briefly at the time a a tough panic attack like was driving home from work couldn't see pulled over on the freeway like shaking didn't know what to do drove myself to the emergency room 
told whatever nurse, like, hi, I don't know if I should be here, but I can't breathe. I'm like, I was like pale, just like not okay, shaking, hyperventilating. And she's like, okay, this, this looks like an anxiety attack. Let's, let's get you in. Whatever. They gave me some sort of something to calm me down, mm-hmm. had a social worker for some reason and a counselor come in and talk to me. And I explained like what just happened, why I was so nervous, why I couldn't breathe. That's when I started on Buspirone. So that was when I was 22. Okay. Started on Buspirone. It made my heart race a little bit, like palpitations. Okay. So after about three months, I stopped it, which those, that's one of the ones where it's not like an SSRI, where you won't get like the brain zaps if you stop it. Mm. So I just stopped it and I was fine. Okay. Um, About a year later, I had another panic attack from another work-related scenario. Um, That is when I was like, I, it was also COVID was happening. Oh, yeah. That was in... Very in very early 2020, so probably like March April okay. 2020, when when like the original pandemic hit, we couldn't leave. It was like World War Three. You can't go to a grocery store. It's scary, very mm-hmm. scary. Um, doctors' offices weren't taking you unless you were like deathly ill. So I found like a telehealth um, service to yeah. start talking to a counselor, and that telehealth doctor prescribed me Lexapro, and that was my very first like introduction to <laughs> to sertraline regulating medicines and it changed my fucking life yeah. I, could, I could have a conversation and not feel nervous i could go to the grocery store and not think what if i drop this orange in the aisle am i gonna get looked at and laughed at what if i make eye contact at the gas station for too long by accident and i get judged like those little thoughts that like people without anxiety don't think of like yeah my yeah. boyfriend, he's a very stable-minded, sane person. I wonder what that's like. Um, <laughs> Can't really. Doesn't experience anxiety. Doesn't have, like, anxious, catastrophizing thoughts the way that I do. Yeah. And it's it's just so wonderful to watch him exist blissfully in life. I was promoted recently from every three weeks to once a month. <gasps> wow. In therapy. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Gold Star. Gold Star. Mm-hmm. Seriously. That's, Honestly, Gold Star. That's awesome. Thanks. I need to get back into therapy. You have you only ever been on Lexapro, or have you tried Zoloft? No, ever only been. Wow. And actually, I told you I got off, right? Yeah. You well, you didn't get off. You stopped taking it. Yeah, which don't recommend. No, nope. don't. And don't <laughs> you, listen, don't listen to us for medical advice. Please, what? we are not. Nope. No. no th- nothing. No training. We're the nothing. least. Come to us if it's the end of the world type of people. And even then, maybe no. <laughs> even then, because we're not sane in the head. Nope, not well. You just didn't feel like taking it? You just wanted to stop? I guess I was fine and I was lazy and I just didn't feel like going to pick it up again. You were fine because you were on the Lexapro, bitch. I know, I know. That's why you felt felt fine. Yeah. (laughs) And then I also had a panic attack like a couple days after New Year's Eve this like past New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. Well, you had COVID. It was really bad. Like really bad. And And were you currently on it or no? No. No. And okay. my anxiety is like, I think of the worst fears. So it's like, I wish I almost had yours where it's like little things. I mean, no anxiety. Mine's bad, very social. Very much like, See, I don't want not. other people to look at me. Well, mine can be. Yeah, I get, I get nervous. But like, I like self-sabotage and. Got it. I will. That's basically my story is yep. I'm back on Lexapro. Yes, she is. She's and a I medicated talked, bitch. I talked about it on my last episode i believe because I you just, did you I did said, i heard you yep you did say you're like she's back on medicine <laughs> back and better hopefully like we never left like we never left and honestly i think i'm gonna be on it forever literally told my therapist she's like so one day do you want to transition off of medicine i'm like no no i don't see a day where i don't take my little happy pills and feel like i 
can function as a normal human. Yeah. I'd love to learn coping strategies and meditation techniques to be able to, like, start my day anti-anxious. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. Yet. Not yet. I'll say yet. One day I would like to. Well, you know what? Actually, this is my hot tip of the week. Um, I just thought I'd Hot tip. Which you would like this. Do you, like, have tr- trouble sleeping at night? I do. Okay. So I just got this. I, it's called Hatch. Hatch. It's like an hatch. It's like an alarm. It's like a digital alarm clock you control from your phone. And I got it originally because I wanted... I think I have, like, that depression during the winter times where, like... Seasonal affective disorder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, like... I get up early now, um, so I get up at, like, 7, and it's, like, an alarm clock where it'll gradually, like, dim the lights, like, as a sun, sunset. Yes, 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 yes. And it's meditation, and it's a bunch of other things. They have a light attached to it. It's awesome. But wow. what I was going to say is I've – so it's, like, a membership where you can get, like, the meditation things, and I haven't ever really been that big into meditation. It's only, no. like, here and there. No, but it's like you can set up a sleep routine and a morning nice. routine. So at night, I've been falling asleep to these meditations. Like Like, that. like audio? Like you hear yeah, them talk? Yeah, audio or... from the, the clock. Wow. It's amazing. Hatch. Sponsor her. Please, please. <laughs> Honestly. I love I've tried that. like the Calm app and like every so often I'll listen to like white noise yeah. or ocean sounds or whatever. And it helps, but... It's amazing. No, they'll literally tell you, like, take a deep breath in. But it's, like, nice... So it's coached You're not even... Meditation. Yeah, you're not even focusing on it. It's just, like, naturally. No, just... You hear it. Yeah. Wow. I love it. It's expensive. It was, like, $150. For the year? Like, a year? No, no, no. Just in general, like, $150. But the membership was $50 for the year. Got it. Which isn't that bad, I guess. I mean, for the cost of mental sanity, it's not that much. No, and it's hard for me to fall asleep. Like, I... I have... And when... Do you have, like, crazy fucking dreams? Um, here and there. I do. Okay. So, I feel like when Mercury's in retrograde, I have fucking weird-ass dreams. Weird. From, like, people from my past. Weird. Yeah. I've heard that, like, when you... Let me say this right. When you dream about someone else, that means, or it's supposed to mean, that they're thinking of you. I heard that. And last night, I dreamt about somebody who should not be thinking about me. And in that uh-huh. dream... They said something that they had said to me in the previous conversation years ago, and I'm like, wow, this person must be reflecting on how what they said at that moment was poorly worded and treated me poorly, and now they're thinking about me, and I'm dreaming about them because they have me in their mind. Of course. Crazy. Crazy. That is crazy. How the turn tabled. How the tables have turned. Yep. Yep. I got you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's how I would be. You're supposed to be correcting me. It was the wine. <laughs> how the turntable. How the turntables. No, I sometimes have dreams on my ex. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess about our exes. So you're 25. I am. You've dated, you've a, dated few. a few men. A few. A few boys. Boy, I've, I am now dating a man. I've dated a few boys. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for the correction. Oh, yes. it's it's true. It is true. So can we talk about that? Yeah, I've kissed a few frogs. Okay. So, did you date anybody in college? Like, I only, I, I was, I'm such a boyfriend girl that I always had a boyfriend and, like, boyfriend, 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 always. Like, next, next, next. Really? Always. Started college. Um, okay, graduated high school. I was a server at a restaurant in my hometown, like a little, like, bar. It was like a... Bar, not just a bar, bar, restaurant, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, waiting on a table of a father and son. The son, I thought was kind of cute. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, he looks like he could be my age, whatever. At the end of the 
and they're eating whatever the son paid because he took his dad out to eat and his debit card had a ferris state bulldog on it and i was like oh my god in six days i'm moving to ferris like do you go there like wow like did you like it and he's like yeah i'm a seer he was a junior and i was he was gonna be a junior i was gonna be a freshman okay he's like i love it whatever i'm from this area like i'll show you around when you get up there like here's my number left me his number I thought, like, friendly, like, great, like, I have a, a, a connection at, at Ferris, like, a friend, whatever. Yeah. Um, ended up going out with my coworkers that night, ended up getting a little drunk, ended up texting this man's and saying, hey, I uh, want to go on a date. <laughs> and he's like, who is this? And I'm like, your waitress. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Um, we'll play later. I was 18. He was 22. Okay. Not great. A little bit weird. Little weird. Now I look at my cousin who's eighteen and I'm like, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, child. Yeah, a child. A child. A baby. Mm-hmm. But also, this man was mentally a child. Mentally, like as as they typically are. Right. Was a li- literal child. Mm-hmm. Um, started dating him about a month into college. Like we kept in contact before I moved to school. Saw him a few times, like my first week, week and a half, whatever. And then I'm like, ooh, I like spending time with you. We started casually dating and then became like in a relationship about a month and a half two months into my like first semester of college as I'm 18 whatever that lasted for about a year and a half maybe two years um oh wow yeah about a year and a half and then I met through my best friend to this day Sarah Parami thank you so much for this met her um one of her classmates in her she's a biology like science-y very smart very not what I am one of her chemistry classes, she had a boy in her class who saw me on her Snapchat story and was like, who is that? Let me take her out. Like, who is your friend? I love, like, your friend's so cute. And Sarah's like, nope, she's out of your league. Don't try. Like, stop. Mm-hmm. And which, granted, I am. I was. Dated him for a year and a half. <laughs> wow. It was great. That was my junior into senior year. Senior <laughs> year, spring break, I went to San Diego and stayed at my uncle's condo. Okay. We dog sat for him. He had a, two little puppies, and he and his husband went on a vacation somewhere. I'm not sure where, but we, me and my at-the-time boyfriend stayed at their condo, and the entire trip I was plotting, how am I going to break up with him after the plane ride home? Ooh. I'm unhappy. I, we're not clicking. This is like, we're both 21. This isn't going to go anywhere. Like, it's yeah. not. It's not great. Yeah. And he deserves someone who's into him. I'm not into him. He should have a girl who really wants this, and I, I didn't, and I knew that. So we got off the plane uh, at the Detroit airport, drove back to Big Rapids, and I was like, listen, this isn't working for me. He's like, what? I I love you. I'm like, no, no. He's fine now. uh, He has a long-term girlfriend. (laughs) I hope they're great. They seem great. Like, I think she's great. Yeah. Um, Then dated the guy who I was dating when I moved to New York. Okay. So have always had a boyfriend, but I've never, I've never had a like a period of singleness more than like four or five months, six mm-hmm. months. Okay. I just I like to have someone to share time with, whether it's yeah. a friend or a, a partner. Like it could be a friend. I just want to always spend time. Yeah. But it's not a codependent thing. It's like a I want to make memories with a group, with people, with someone else. Like who can share, share these life. memories, share yeah. my life. Yeah. I don't want to be the only one like making these on my own. I want like someone to love to share these times with yeah um and then after breaking up with the most recent boyfriend that i moved in with i took a minute to be single and think why am i always in a relationship 
Is it because I'm like codependent or is it because I value finding like a partner for life? Mm -hmm. And after many therapy sessions, (laughs) we came to the conclusion that I truly just, I value having someone who I love to like progress through life with. Yeah. And every stage of life, my, my first stage of college, I loved the guy I was with. I wanted to progress through college with him. Second boyfriend, end of college, wanted to make memories with my 21-year-old boyfriend at the bar. We could go out and have fun together. Like, that was a good time. I don't regret it. It was fun. Yeah, Then my New York, when I lived in New York boyfriend, like, a guy to come home to or visit me in New York, someone I could share that experience with in that, that time of my life, that, like, season or chapter that I was in. Yeah. And I, I don't regret a single one of those three serious boyfriends that I've had. Not a single one. No. Nope. Good. I mean, all very different men, different looks, different personalities. I don't have a type. Never have had a type. They all look completely different and act completely different. Yeah. One of them's an engineer. One of them's a pharmacist, and one of them is a welder. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's opposites. Yep. Very different. Well, and now you're dating. Now I am again. dating. I am. Are you ready to get engaged if you were, like, dating somebody for a while? If I had, if at this time right now, if I was in, like, a two-year relationship, yes. Knowing my tastes and preferences, I need about two and a half years to plan a wedding, so I would be married at 27, and yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'm ready to, I'm not afraid of, like, saying, yeah, I think this person is, like, someone I want to partner with for my life and create memories and a life with and, like, a a foundation and move on. Mm -hmm. Three years ago, that terrified me. Yeah. At 22, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing tomorrow. I'm drunk right now, let alone, like... Right. I don't I don't know. Yeah. And I, I have friends who were 28 and single and don't want to get married. And I'm like, more fucking power to you. Good right. for you. I, like, you are thriving. I, I don't, I don't have a fear of wanting to take that step with someone. That's good. Which, it's, yeah, it's like a nice feeling. That, that is a big deal. It's a big deal. You know? Yeah. I'm my ready. parents last night that was their 26th wedding anniversary oh mm-hmm. wow i know that's crazy cuties i feel like it's different though back then it's so different i wish i like lived back in that era i know i do they were so sure of them of each other and themselves at that time like yeah. there was no like who are you snapchatting no it was like there's no hey, best I have to call your home phone and talk to your mom and ask to speak to you. Right. Because I intentionally want to go out with you and court you right. and date you and pursue you. And now it's, I have a, it's not I, but now it's, we have rosters. We yeah. have options on options. The ghosting. It's ghosting. The it's fans. It's endless, and endless availability of that's the problem. people and that's sex at all times. Mm-hmm. Always. See, I used to envy girls like you that would always have a boyfriend because I do have a couple friends that are like that because I don't. I am the type also that wants to be with somebody and I and I crave that love and attention and I hopefully do. And building that, yeah, yeah, because you know it does suck being alone all the time. Yeah, and um, I only have had one serious boyfriend, but then you know it comes to terms with okay, fuck. Well, you break up with them, right? And then you're alone again, mm-hmm. and it's always that like it's such a low. Yeah, and it's like, how do I crawl out of this? How do I find myself again? Because even when I had that boyfriend in the summer, guys, I briefly talked about this, but it was like a month, not even a month, okay? But we had like a routine. He'd come over and he'd spend the night. You still care for them. Well, yeah, Yeah. and then after that, I'm like, fuck, I'm back at square one again. Well, when you give your energy, and especially if you start to absorb into their friend 
cycle right. and group right. routine. And then you, you're you like, I have friends who have completely been absorbed into their boyfriend's friend group, and then they break up, and they're like, fuck, I have no friends of no my friends. own. Yeah. And it's sad. It is sad. It's, I, it's happened to me. It's sad. I've done that. My my That first boyfriend in college, all of my friends were people that I, he knew, and I just kind of like grouped myself into. And then we broke up, and I'm like, ooh, I can't talk to you guys ever again. Okay. <laughs> right. Great. <laughs> right. Back to square one. Yeah. Which, I don't care who the fuck says that you can be friends with your ex. No. You cannot be friends with your ex. You can be civil. I am very civil with every civil. ex I have. I don't talk to two of them at all. I haven't talked to them in years. One of them, don't really talk, but very civil. Like, if I ever saw them in public, and, hi, how are you? Hope you're doing well. Like, there is no weird. But it's also not, we're going to go out to eat and be friends. Because yeah. that's fucking weird. Or hang out in the same friend group. No. Well, no. We're not good. I wouldn't invite him to my friend group now and be like, oh, no, we're buddies. That's uncomfy, and it's not respectful. That's exactly. And you know what Just this just reminded me of? That other Jack from Nashville. Oh, um, with his ex in that group? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I'm saying that, guys, also Jacks in general, just... Be, J names? Well, except for mine. Be, <laughs> except. You're right. Except you for my Josh. Yeah, because Josh is great. Usually, though, they're they're pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They are. They're not good. Anyway, Do you want to know something? I've dated a Jake, a Jason, a James, and a Jason. Really? <laughs> now a Josh. Well, and a Ryan, and now Josh. Okay, well, <laughs> you, you've had your picks of them. I know the J names. J names, yeah. Toxic. Yeah. Well, I dated a Jack and a Jake. But this guy I was seeing, I went to Nat- Nashville, and I met him through my friend because her friends, well, her boyfriend lived there, and it was, like, his group of friends. But anyway, <laughs> it was, I met him there, and I, like, low-key kind of fell in love with him, and I bought a plane ticket to go see him the next You were weekend. obsessed. I was obsessed. You were down bad. No, when I tell you, I'm obsessed. Now looking back, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with me? He's so tiny and like eh. insignificant. Very. Anyway, he was like, he used to hook up with this girl in the group, and he in his core friend group, it, like it core, yes, yeah. And he would tell me like there was nothing there. Anyway, one night I saw his phone like lit up, and she was texting him, and I'm like, bitch, you're a liar. Like, come on, like come we on. just saw her out. What? Come right. on, what are you She's doing? She's like, trying to dance on you. Like goodbye. Sorry. Anyway, that just reminded me of that. So back to dating in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, advice for girls that are younger or um, just got a relationships, trying to be by themselves? Something that you wish you would have known back then? Anything? Yeah. My biggest thing was always, I mean, every girl I knew in college was like, if you had a boyfriend, you had plans. If you were single, it was, oh, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Who... Who am I going to text that night? What guy is going to give me attention that night? Mm-hmm. And I, I have, I've felt that. I've been that. My advice is look towards your friends for that validation, that attention, that who am I going to go out with, who's going to make me feel pretty and good. Look towards your girlfriends, your guy friends, whoever, your core group. Don't depend on the boy you're with to make you feel full that night because he's not your forever unless yeah. you, unless he's your fiancé, your your magic, your one in a million, whatever, your mm-hmm. unicorn. Leaving plans with your friends or with people who have been there, like, through the shit for a guy who you know makes you feel excited and happy and, and mm-hmm. alive for a few nights, a few weeks, months, whatever, it's, they're going to end up not fulfilling you in the way that your friends can. In the long run, yeah. Um, another bit of advice, I guess, would be 
don't be afraid to graduate college single. I graduated college mm-hmm. single um, and moved home to back to my little small, not, I mean, Macomb isn't small, but back to like <laughs> a suburban area where yeah. it's not a college town. It's not like crazy popping young people. And I'm like, what, what, what is my social life now? I just went from going out and getting drunk on Mondays at trivia night at the one bar in town with the fucking hockey team of my school. And now I'm with my parents without a boyfriend and I what it like I don't I feel like I'm lacking like why well, don't have a boyfriend where's where's the next step like my some of my friends are engaged it's okay to not have that that guy or that girl whoever like with you when you graduate yeah my one of my best friends she went through a little time of you know I don't want a boyfriend because I know that I do mm-hmm. and her mindset was I want a boyfriend just to have one. Not, I don't want a boyfriend because I have a guy in mind or I've met someone. I want one just because I want one. Yeah. And she didn't. She's like, no, I need to learn to be alone, be uncomfortable, be a little uneasy and lonely and find the right outlets to depend on, not a guy to fill the space. Yeah. That's um, so important. It's important. It's honestly important to lean on your girlfriends, your, your friendships, whoever they may be, your family, because they're... They they get you. They know you more than a guy ever ever really unless he's like your husband of X <laughs> so amount of decades. You know, right. Since high school or something. Right. Right. Your friends aren't going to turn on you if you I don't know. They're just Yeah, I know what you mean. If they're good, true friends. Yeah. They're gonna wanna support you and they know you the most. Yeah. They really do. Do I have any other unless things I wish I would have known? Um do not use coconut oil as lube because you will get a UTI. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I heard, didn't that Jay Alvarez guy? You sure? I did it before Jay Alvarez did. Oh, she's speaking it in existence. 2016. Wow. My first UTI. Thank yeah, you. suck. Thank you, Trader Joe's coconut oil. Oh, it's Trader Joe's too. I Me. should them. Honestly, I still go there like weekly. Oh, yes. I, I love fuck, I'm a trader hoe. But, um, yeah, yes. I, it was desperate. A bitch needed something. A bitch was drunk and desperate. And yeah, there, I had it. coconut oil in the downstairs, so. It worked out. Well, didn't really, but. Nope. Don't do it. It worked out, but. Not in the long run. Nope. No. Nope. No. Going back to your friends and making good friends. Yes. That's really important. And I'm going to be honest and raw with you guys. It's, it's hard because I came back home from college didn't like it mm-hmm. and then I also was like fuck I don't have a social life either nor or do I have a lot of friends because all of my friends were are there away yeah yeah or they're not from here they're from their own little pockets of towns and yeah yeah so it is hard making friends and I guess what I would ask you because mm-hmm. I'm still trying to make friends you know like I feel like you and I like our friendship just came not everyone meets at a bar at, crawl right by accident no but like it <laughs> It, like, was meant to happen, right? Yeah. But, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you make those true... Because you have, like, a group of friends. And I do. And I always tell you, like, damn, I kind of wish I had that. One of them lives... We share a wall. She lives directly next to me. Yeah, She's guys, my neighbor. It's, it's really cool. It's cool. I... So, I have my two best friends that I met in college. Like, one of them I met in the sorority, and she... She has... She's my, my soul. The other one I met in my PR classes... After college, after moving back, they both live in Chicago. So I was alone. I came home from New York and they moved. And I'm like, whoa, Mm -hmm. uh, what do I do? Mm -hmm. I I did try the Bumble BFF thing. It was okay. 
But honestly, the the core group that I have right now that like the in, like everyone's using Instagram, whatever. Yeah. One of the girls I connected with through my ex boyfriend's friend, like a girl who my ex is kind of friends with. He doesn't really talk to her anymore. One of her friends I saw at a party, and I'm like, wait, you seem like you're really down to earth. You're funny. You're chill. Like, let's exchange numbers. We did years ago. Never yeah. texted, and that's Nikki. She mm. is now one of my cl- best, closest friends that I will ever have, the realest person ever. Um, met her through an old ex mutual friend. Didn't click with the friend, clicked with Nikki. <laughs> and now her, neither her nor I talked to the other girl, but we are like, one day she's like, do you want to get margaritas and be friends? And I'm like, I would love that. I love girls like I would that. love to get margaritas and get to know you because I don't know you. Let's be friends. Yeah. And then I kind of met her friend. I introduced her to like, we just, we just grew. And now there's four or five of us who were just like, lovey little besties i'd rather have my four best friends than 20 kind of dependable Eight friends. friends yeah yeah because you know who those you know you just have those i call you know. them snake friends Sna- just- yeah girls you see out and you're like oh my god let's hang out and then you're like who who i don't even like you yeah like what? Bitch, i'm not gonna hang out with you ever. no no and i don't you're never gonna text me it's nope. always like Miss and if you did i wouldn't answer Miss you on Instagram. Can't wait to see you. Let's, Let's catch up. Let's hang out. Wait. Oh my god! I just missed you at that bar. Like, mm-hmm. see you next time. No, no. you won't. No, I you don't. Won't. You don't. I don't want to. No. So would you say like just shooting your shot? Yes. Yeah. Don't be afraid to if you're at a party with like the one friend you have, cling to that friend. Yeah. Cling to whoever like whomever they talk to, not in a weird creepy way, but in a ask questions. People have to talk about themselves always. Yeah. If you're with the one girlfriend you have and she's chatting up some other girl and you're like, oh, this girl looks fun and cute, ask her where she's from. Does she have interests that are similar to yours? What does her boyfriend do? Do they work at the same industry? Do you want to go get Marg's? Do you, what's your favorite kind of food? Do you love sushi? I love sushi. Yeah. Things like that. Find a way to incorporate your willingness to like form a friendship with someone who you kind of have a connection with, like mm-hmm. through another friend. Mm-hmm. Um Go to this. I know this is scary, but you did it. Go to a bar alone. I've heard that. Don't. I mean, n- don't necessarily do it on a uh, bar crawl in the middle of October. But go sit at like, <laughs> go sit at your local martini bar. Go sit at a nicer steakhouse. Just take yourself out. Sit at a bar. Don't sit at like a table or a booth by yourself. Then you look kind of weird. Sit at the bar top. Bring a book. Bring your phone. Bring an iPad. Scroll through. Act like you're busy chat at the bartender be like oh cool like what do you what do you like what do you, what's your favorite drink to make how'd you become a bartender yeah do you have friends in the area just find a way to make conversation yeah and or people go, love to talk that's true or like go to some of your favorite spots like mm-hmm. for me i've always loved like coffee shops yes go to your favorite and go three four times see the same faces and then be like i always see you here like what do you always get yeah what's your favorite drink yeah that's a great like idea. what made you come here often like why is this your spot? It's my spot because they have the best fucking lavender latte ever. Like, yeah. find a way to make, like, a little similarity, like a little connection. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I've always, my mom always is like, you'll meet people through work. But, like, you don't go into work every day. You nope. work remotely. Most of the time and I'm remote. I go in office a few times, but mostly I'm remote, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it can happen anywhere. It, really. Yeah, don't depend. Also, jobs change. That's so, true. don't depend your friendships on your career. Yes. Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. And when it sounds impossible, like, I don't have a bar that I frequent. I, I don't drink. I don't want to go out and drink. I don't have a friend who goes to parties where I meet people with. Look to your 
do you have a cousin who's similar to your age? What are they into? Do they have yeah. friends who might like things that you like? Yeah. Join a Instagram book exchange or a Facebook group where it's There's people so who have dogs in your neighborhood or in your city and want to go do a dog meetup. Find a way. You can't just wait for it to come to you. You have to kind of put some effort out. Like, Which is with anything. Anything. You... <laughs> You really can't just wait for a friend to a best friend to pop up in your life. You have to put little feelers out and right. like effort, yeah. put effort out. Effort will come back. Yes, love that. That's the quote. Is she of the Gandhi? Bookhouse. <laughs> I love you. It's been a time. Thank you so much. I love you for coming on and Mag. Thank you for allowing me to rant and be unhinged publicly. You can be unhinged on your platform on your anytime. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode with my first ever guest, Kelsey. Also, there are some really funny bloopers if you want to keep listening, so stay tuned. Don't forget to follow the MMAG on Instagram and my personal, which is just at Maddie Harmon. Also, don't forget to follow Kelsey's socials. I will put them in the bio for you guys. And also, lastly, please rate my podcast five stars. Don't forget to subscribe. I will see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. The Zoloft Diaries. Zoloft. Need more wine. Try Cancel me. me. Cancel me. You won't. You try me. Try me. I'm a Gemini. I have fully embraced my multiple personalities. Yes, which is why you're on three different types of <laughs> Is that why? Hmm. hmm. Three different types for your three For each each person in yeah. my head. That's it. Wow. Each content. 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 You guys, I'm sweating so much. I don't know why. I'm so fucking nervous. You know she what? is Joe Rogan. I, I She am. is. Joe Rogan, that's right. <laughs> Who? Joe Never Rogan heard of him. Part- no. no. 2.0. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know her. Horse tranquilizer. Who? Do you know all that shit? Ketamine? Uh-huh. No. That he takes all that? No, he takes DMT. Oh. Doesn't he take some horse something? Probably. DMT, yeah. I think it's like this wild drug where you take it and within five minutes, like, you have a full epiphany and, like, see your whole life. Oh, fuck. And then you're sober. It's like shrooms, but in five minutes. Mm. I want to try that. Yep. Mm. What are you doing after this? Tiger Man, I bet you have some. <laughs> Probably right. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do great. Okay. All right, guys. So I am here. Oh, no, that did not make sense. It didn't? Okay. I I'm thought it did. I'm here. Here I am. Here I am. <laughs> okay, so you were engaged, right? Were you engaged? I was? <laughs> Hello? Why did I think you were engaged? I never been proposed to. Oh my god. Who proposed bro? to me? Bro, I thought you were for some weird ass reason. I thought. To I, whom? Did I like make this up in my to heart? To whom? Did Which I, one? The, the most recent? Out. Yeah. No. Because I thought he proposed to you and you gave him back the ring. No! <laughs> no one's ever given me a ring. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna. No. Like, cut that yeah what the fuck never no but his sister when i before i kicked him out his sister was here when i was drunk one night his sister was was like his sister was like now that you guys moved in you know what's coming in the next few months like he has he's picking out rings and i panicked and i was like no we're done that's what it was yeah no he we never he never got to okay if he was ever going to i don't know if his sister was just drunk who knows yeah who knows never actually happened (laughs) no (laughs) you were engaged what (laughs) (laughs) What? Blooper. That's going to be the uh, title.
of the episode clickbait. <laughs> she was engaged. She was engaged. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. Question mark. Question mark. Yep. Question. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> We're drunk.